You've got it locked to the HBCU Football Daily Podcast for today, Monday, August the 14th. I'm Donald Ware. What I hope you guys had an absolutely wonderful weekend. I did, was very busy, as we're now 12 days, just 12 days from the start of the HBCU football season. So we've had a couple of championship coaches um, on the HBCU Football Daily Podcast so far. Trey Oliver joined us a couple of weeks ago. Uh, T.C. Taylor from Jackson State uh, joined us as well. As, uh, of course, uh, did Richard Hayes going back to our countdown to kick off on July 15th. The last championship coach is joining us in his third season as the head football coach at Benedict is Chennis Berry. Of course, the Tigers come in to the preseason as the number one team uh, in all of HBC, among, HBCUs amongst the coaches in Division Two. of course, ranked in the Division Two poll overall as well as he joins us here on the HBCU Football Daily Podcast. Coach Berry, congratulations on a fantastic season last year. What's going on? Hey, how you doing today, man? Thanks for having me. And uh, everything's going well, man. We're just in the middle of training camp, uh, bumming and grinding every day, trying to get 1% better. Man, I'm going to tell you what. Like, I was doing – oh, that's that's what it was. I was doing an SIAC preview uh, earlier this uh, – earlier last week. And I was like, oh, yeah, you know, and talking about Benedict. And I'm like, yeah, Chinnis Berry in his second year. You didn't. You made me forget about that this – first of all, it was your third season and that – that first season you had a, which was a really good season, five and five in 2021, because the team previously in 2019 was coming off a one and nine season. Your season was so good last year. You made me forget about the season uh, that you, that you guys went five and five, but what a, 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 a ways you have brought this Benedict program to this point. Yeah, I'm grateful, man. I'm very, very blessed and fortunate to have support from our administration. I have a wonderful coaching staff that are bought into the process and it also helps to have some really good student athletes that, you know, not only trying to win on the field, but winning off the field as well. So, you know, we're building the program the right way. I don't, I don't want to, I don't strive to just have a good football team. Uh, those are teams that win year in and year out. I want to build a good football program right here in Columbia, South Carolina. I think we're, we're headed in the right direction. Can I take you back to last year? What, what the season meant to you, an 11 and one finish for your team? Well, what a great year. I mean, you know, those type of years are hard to come by. I mean, this is year 29 that I've been coaching college football. So I've been in HBCU ball since 1991 as a player. So I played it from 1991 to 1994 at Savannah State, and I've been coaching since 1995 and never had a year like that. I mean, that's a, those years don't happen all the time. And what a great year. Players were bought in, coaches were bought in, the community was bought in, and the whole entire administration. So, you know, that was an awesome year. Our, our players earned every bit of it. You know, nobody gave us anything, and they came out week in and week out and tried to go 1-0. and And that's been our philosophy since I've been here. We don't look at the end goal. All right, we try to focus on being the best we can be every day and going 1-0. and And that goes back to the book that we're reading as a football team right now. It's talking about falling in love with the process of becoming great. The surrendered outcome. And let's fall in love with the process. And that book is called Chop Wood, Carry Water. And our players and our coaches have really, really gotten a lot of, out of that book. Yeah, and, and you that's always been your philosophy. You, you say that basically every week. We want to be 1-0 the next week. And, I mean, for, for 11 straight weeks, that was, in fact, um, the case uh, for your team. Um, what, did you, what did you learn going to that, that uh, playoff game, uh, the Division II, the, this, I guess, in essence, the second round, because you had a first-round bye? What did you learn um, about 
your program in terms of trying to take that next step uh, in terms of upper echelon consistently at the D2 level? And, and like you said before, man, we had a great year, but the last time we played, the last thing I remember was we took a loss. So that's been the motivating factor the whole entire offseason. It was a big learning lesson for myself as the head football coach, our staff, all right, as well as our players. You know, we have a long way to go. All right. We we had a great year, but when we got into the playoffs, uh, we we understand that it's gonna come down to the trenches, man. And, and you know, we really didn't do very well. We didn't win the battle of the trenches, and that's with the O-line and D-line. And Wingate did a great job up front versus us. And we took an L. You know, we don't hide from it. We took an L. They did a very good job. Uh, but we weren't ready to play. And and ultimately, at the end of the day, that's my job as head football coach to go out and recruit the right student athletes to take our program to the next level. And, you know, my philosophy around here, man, we got to recruit them. All right. Then we have to retain them. Then we have to develop them because we're not going to get the finished product. And then we have to graduate them. So, you know, I think that we brought in the right fit of student athletes into our program to help take our program to the next level. So speak to that, maybe your recruiting class, your thoughts on it. And uh, I know you always at least like to recruit. And when I've talked with you, you want to recruit, you know, locally South Carolina. But I don't know. Did you bring in some transfer? Just talk about that recruiting class as a whole. So first, kudos to my coaching staff. They did an amazing job of, of beating the bushes and going to find players. Because ultimately, it comes down to players. I mean, we're, we're, we consider ourselves pretty good coaches, but we got to have – Got to have those dudes. And, uh, you know, we went out and got the right fit. And for me, and I, I say this in our staff meetings every day, it's not about getting the best coach or the best player. It's about getting the best fit for Benedict College. And we went out and really recruited. So we have about 70 players returning from last year's team. But we also went out and signed a really, really good high school class. I mean, we brought in about 25 high school guys that are that are exceptional student athletes, all right? Some are on scholarships, some are PWOs, but really, really good student athletes. And then we went out and signed some transfers to, to fill in some holes, kind of like, you know, they, they look at the transfer portal, kind of like NFL free agency. So you find what holes you have. And our coach staff really went out and, and got some really, really good players in the first couple of weeks of practice. Man, I, I really see that uh, the fruits of our labor starting to show. And we brought some guys in in the trenches, as well as in the skill positions, as well as in the kicking game, to be able to take our program to the next level. Eric Phoenix is is gone from the program. Have you uh, – what's the quarterback battle like? Tell us about those quarterbacks. And if you had a starter, if you had to name a starter today, have you decided who may be that starting quarterback? Well, we have not named a starter as, as of today. We're, we're, we're in our second week of practice, and guys are really, really growing. And – Guys, if we really look at our last season, we played two quarterbacks the whole season. We played Eric Phoenix as well as John Lampley. Um, and both of those guys did a really, really good job. And the beauty of having two, that when when one wasn't hot or something of that nature, we were able to put the other guy in to get us back going. And then Eric Phoenix ended up taking off the last, you know, three or four games per se. Uh, but, but ultimately, we brought in some young men uh, that are really, really special. All right, and I have to first start with a young man that we already have right here on campus, Zay Foster. Zay Foster has been here for a couple of years. I mean, he was the guy that actually in 2021, when he was a true freshman, that came in um, uh, when Eric Phoenix went out after those first four games, and he took us down to Miles College for their homecoming and kind of found a way to get a victory down there in Birmingham, Alabama. So he's still in the program. He's going into year three. But we signed a really, really talented transfer quarterback 
Uh, he's, he was the starter for the last two years at Shorter University in, in Georgia. And that's, you know, he's in the conference in the Gulf South Conference. And, and that conference is known in Division II as the SEC of Division II football. That's in the same conference as Valdosta State, West Georgia, West Florida, teams of that nature. And he was a two-year starter. He threw 16 touchdowns and two interceptions last year. So he's he's seen the speed of the game. And he's really, really having an exceptional camp. I mean, he has arm talent which I think is very, very important. But he's also a dual threat quarterback, and he's played a lot of football. So we're excited about him. We also signed a transfer quarterback, and he's a grad transfer from Lehigh. Uh, He's actually from Charlotte, North Carolina, but he played at Lehigh, and uh, his name is Nigel Somerville. He's doing some really, really good things in training camp. And we have a really, really good freshman that we signed. And his name is Bryce Bowens from Carver High School in Atlanta. He's a true dual threat quarterback. He's, he, he, he can really make every throw. He can run. So we're super excited about that room. And we also signed a, a transfer from out in California at Monterey Peninsula named Josh. Josh is doing some good things as well. And then we also had another young man on campus that's named Zay Rice. So we got six quarterbacks really getting it in. And, uh, you know, it's kind of early in camp. But we'll know in another week or two who our guy will be. But some guys have really been out there moving our offense. Like I tell them, you don't have to be a hero in this offense. There's enough players around you. All you got to do is manage the offense and be the point guard of the offense. No doubt, Chennis Berry in his third season as the head football coach at Benedict joins us here on the program. Um, Luper Danilis, man, that guy is really, really good. I mean, you look at the numbers he he put up, I think, what, 14, 14 and a half sacks, 21 tackles for loss. I mean, some absolutely phenomenal numbers he returns for you speak to him now is he is he an outside guy is he an interior does he play the in position and just talk about you know how much more you're expecting from him him this season luber Danellis. let me tell you something what what an amazing person first and foremost and what an amazing football player so the the, the teams that we play gonna have to find him because he plays everywhere all right he'll play the three he'll play the shade he'll play the five he'll play the seven all right, so they got to figure out where he's going to be, but he's a ball player. He's a really good football player. He plays with amazing uh, effort. Uh, he's a he's a he's a great student. I'm a, I don't think he's made a B since he's been at Benedict. Uh, he's made all A's. I mean, just a a phenomenal young man. But he's a probably a uh, I mean, he's an amazing football player. Weight room, he's amazing in the weight room. He's just an overall good football player. But we have some other guys up front on that defensive line that. That uh, you know, we try to build it from the from the trenches, man. O line, D line, and then obviously once we get those positions right, we go to the quarterback position. So we have another young man that that I'm looking for double digit sack numbers. His name is JB Jaden Broad, man. He's from he's from Charleston, South Carolina. He's a preseason all conference guy, and he can really really rush the passer. But not only can he do that, he can he can defend the run too. And then we have another preseason all conference guy, Aaron Miller. There's another amazing defensive lineman. So I would say the strength of our defense is our defensive line, and they do a good job of getting out to people. Let me go back to offense momentarily. The quarterback position will be, you know, I mean, it'll it'll be somebody, could be somebody new, although, like you said, you may have a guy or two that had already been um, in the program, but he'd be aided by Noah, Noah Zara Scotland, your running back, who's an all preseason, first team, all conference performance so it must be good to have a guy like that coming back a guy that averaged five yards per carry for you last year Zaire Scotland his name is Noah Zaire Scotland he's very very talented he's about 220 pounds he's powerful he transferred to us last year from Kennesaw State University he's an exceptional running back he's got speed he's got power he's elusive 
and he's really, really having a really good camp. But, you know, we have another big back, about 200, 220, 225 pounds, DeAndre Duhart. He wore number 21 last year. And we call them Thunder and Lightning because they are two explosive backs. And uh, I tell you what, putting the ball in their hand, you got a chance to be very, very successful. But, you know, I, that's probably our strongest room, to be honest, in, in the, on the offensive side. I mean, we have some running backs. Jalen Taylor is another young man that's been in the program. He's a shifty. They call him Ferrari. So that tells you how, how shifty and fast he is. So he's another back. And then we moved a guy uh, named Izzy Rose from receiver to running back. And he is like lightning in the bottle. And then we have two really, really good freshmen that we just signed. So our, our the cupboard is not bare at running back. Uh, you got to be able to run the football in order to be a, a explosive football team on offense. But, you know, I think we got some guys in that backfield that can really, really tote that rock. Shannon Berry, the head football coach at Benedict, joining us here on the program. How – What's the potential of this team? I look at, you know, all the all, all the guys you met, 70 guys coming back. Number 1, a lot of these guys are pre, are all conference preseason guys. Your your offensive line looks solid. You mentioned your defensive line, a couple of first team or second team guys preseason uh, on the defensive line as well. Um, you know, what's the potential of this as you see it of this football team? You know, our team is going to come down to Discipline and leadership. That's what it's going to come down to. There's no shortage of talent. Uh, like I say, our coaches staff have went out and got some guys, you know, to add to the foundation that's already been set in this program. You know, it's going to come down to discipline. It's going to come down to our leadership and making sure the guys are doing the right thing on and off the field. And, uh, you know, obviously you're going to have to have some favor. You got to stay healthy and things of that nature. But I think we got a chance to have a really, really good football team again. I mean, I'm not going to get it twisted. I mean, I, I like this football team. And, you know, everybody talks about offense and defense. And obviously, that you have to have that to win ball games. But we really, really upgraded our special teams unit. And here at Benedict College, man, we take special teams just like offense and defense. Why? Because it's a third. And we've really upgraded. We signed a kicker, place kicker. Uh, he he was a starter at Mount Union, which is in Division Three. Like, they've been in the last, Lord knows how many, national championship games. And – uh his name is Tom Piccarillo. He's very, very accurate. He's a really good kicker. And then we signed a really good punter transfer from Kennesaw State named Charlie Cooper. I mean, he can put it anywhere. He's athletic. He does a great job placing the football because we know it. at the end of the day it comes down to, to field position battles. And then we signed a really, really good freshman named Lucas Wynn. Man, Lucas Wynn has the a very, very strong leg. And uh, he's from McEachin High School in Atlanta. So he's very, very talented. And we got a I think we have a first-class All-American long snapper in Dylan Geese. So you have to make sure on special teams you have the right guys. But I believe with the personnel that we have on offense and defense and special teams, we got a chance to have a really, really good football team again. Again, in his third season as the head football coach at Benedict is Chennis Berry, who joins us here on the program. The Tigers open the season Saturday, September 2nd at home against the Shaw Bears. Coach Berry, appreciate the time. Good luck to you and the Tigers this season. Thank you so much, man. I appreciate you having us, man. And it's a great day to be a Tiger. Appreciate you.